Hey guys, what's going on? Katie Day down here in Houston, Texas, live for another episode of the Real Advice Podcast with Stephen Kim Holmes. Steve, what's going on? Not too much, Katie Day. How are you doing? I am well. I am very excited for this week's guest. I know you are as well, your neighbor. My neighbor, absolutely. Absolutely. So without further ado, let me just give a quick little intro of, of this rock star. Sandra Pike began her entrepreneurial journey as the owner of a health and wellness company, and then at the perfect age of 40, traded it all in to begin her meteoric rise in the real estate industry. In 2010, Sandra joined a boutique real estate brokerage and hit the ground running in her signature high heels. 2011, she won the Rookie of the Year Award and then went on to join Royal DePage Atlantic in 2014. Three short years later, Sandra was one of the top-selling agents in Nova Scotia and in the top 1% nationally each year thereafter. In 2017, BombBomb chose Sandra as a top five video influencer for real estate in both Canada and the U.S. And when she's not closing her quote-unquote deals in heels, which she will invariably share more about her passion for shoes, she believes in giving back and contributes to Lady Balls, a fashionable evening in support of the only charity dedicated overcoming ovarian cancer in Canada and fearless women everywhere and Alice House. And believe it or not, Sandra Pike originally wanted to be a cop. Please help me in welcoming the founder of the Pike Group, Sandra Pike. You What's made me going sound on? really smart. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> that <sound good> to me. <laughs> Sandra Pike, what is going on? Thank you for making time for this chat. We know how crazy busy you are. How are you doing? You know what? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm so uh, relieved that uh, I'm able to travel within Atlantic mm. Canada. It's been wonderful to get out to the provinces, uh, New Brunswick and PEI and to go home to Newfoundland. It's been uh, it's been a long time coming. It's been a year and a half since we were able to go anywhere. So I'm stoked. I'm in. I'm gone every weekend. I'm so excited. Amazing. Amazing. We're happy that you are now to travel a little bit more as we ease it restrictions. Uh, Sandra, for like the very select few of people in the world who don't know who you are, take us through a brief journey of kind of your life and why real estate at the prime age of 40? Oh my God. Because you're only 38, so that doesn't really make any sense. But anyways. Uh, you know what? 29. 29. Uh, Benjamin Button over here going back in age, you know? <laughs> I wish. Uh, you know what? Uh, so before I got into real estate, like just I was living in Ottawa for 20 years and I worked for uh, a weight loss company. Uh, well, I had to close my own. I worked, went to work for another one. They're like, yeah, we need you to go back down east. And I'm like, I'm not going down east. So anyway, I came to Halifax and suffice to say, I couldn't stand it here. Um, it, uh, at Halifax, it's hard to meet people. And I was miserable and I cried every Sunday. We had no Sunday shopping. And uh, so I left the job that I was doing and uh, took the summer off. First time ever in my life. And I went to work for the Daily News. So while I was there, I had the pleasure of selling advertising to real estate agents. Mm. And uh, so at that point, I was only in Halifax for a little bit, didn't know any, maybe like five people. That was it. And everyone kept saying to me, as I do to people now, oh, you'd make a really great real estate agent. <laughs> and uh, one day I was with a realtor and she was really busy. And I'm like, sure, I'll take the exam or I'll do the course. So I started doing it from home. And, uh, and at the time... Uh, I mean, you're never busy when you first start in real estate. So I had another job and I was selling, uh, this is crazy. 
I was selling uh, uh, shredding to companies, right? Nice. So I would do that, you know, all in the afternoon, did my real estate in the morning. And my boss calls me, he said, hey, we, we should meet at Starbucks. And I'm like, Kevin, are we breaking up? Like my boss, <laughs> and he starts laughing. And, uh, you know, when I got into real estate, I had a few pity deals in the beginning, right? Like you do with your friends. So uh, from uh, July <laughs> to September, you got a few deals. And then from September, right up to the following May, I didn't have the one deal. Mm. Uh, so no money coming in and, uh, you know, still had, you know, that job. And then that happened in November when they let me go from uh, the other company. And I had six deals between November and February that were waiting to close. So I'm like, okay, the ripcord is gone. And uh, it's wow. like Easter famine. And I never looked back since. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. That's pretty, pretty crazy. Especially in an area where you're not familiar no, with, no. Like, right? Like, <laughs> age is just a number. Age is just a number. Now you're super well known in the Tom Ferry ecosystem as just being a rock star, agent, like driven team lead. Was that always the goal for you? Is that you knew like one day I wanted to be a team lead, have a have a team behind me, or did things just kind of evolve as you kind of climbed that real estate ladder? So uh, I never thought about a team. I never thought about a business. I just thought about winning. And mm -hmm. I'm very competitive. So I don't think about the money, but that just comes with you anyway. I just love to win. And I remember that year, it was 2014. Uh, I believe I did 73 transactions myself and I couldn't keep up. Uh, so I can imagine. I, uh, oh, it was crazy. Um, so I, I frightened to death, hired a, uh, an admin. So I had it for 10 hours and went to 15, 20. Then I'm like, okay, I'm going to have you full time. So she would have went full time probably within, uh, within two months, Monique did. Um, and then I, uh, you know, just had a buyer agent that I would give deals to. And then, um, the company I worked for at the time was wonderful, but unfortunately they weren't set up to have a team. Hmm. And I went to Royal LePage and, you know, I can't tell you of all the mistakes that I made starting a team. I didn't <laughs> know what I was doing really. And uh, I just kind of threw up and there was a team. But, you know, from 2014 to now, uh, there's been a lot of wins. There's been a lot of speed bumps and potholes that I had to go through. Uh, but my team now, there's four of us. And, uh, you know, we're already at 141 ends. Uh, year so, you know, we're, I'm looking to get a buyer agent cause I'm driving my team bonkers, but, uh, you know, it's, um, I can, you know, I, I know you're not supposed to treat your team like a family and, you know, you're supposed to keep it separate, but how everybody supports everybody and how everybody treats everyone. It's really nice, uh, to be in that supportive environment. Wow. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's awesome. Um, I was going to say, so. <laughs> Um, a lot of people that we talk to want to start a team, right? Um, I think that it's something that, um, in order to better leverage your time, people realize you can't do it all yourself, even if you are doing 70 plus deals on your own, um, which I think most people are doing seven deals on their own and they want to start a team. But anyways, I digress. Um, looking back now, right, with all the knowledge, all the experience, all the mistakes made, all of the wins, what would be maybe one or two things that you would have done differently if you could start your team today with the knowledge you have now? hire with intention. And, uh, you know, I didn't really have, um, 
So I've always organized. And I think, you know, Katie, you hit it on, on the nose, uh, you know, right on the head there, but people start a team with seven deals. Like, what are you doing? Or they have an admin and they got seven deals. Like I didn't have an admin until I think I was 50 deals in when I finally, you know, started going, uh, I'm thinking, okay, I, I need help here. Because if you are getting administered, so for example, with the admin, if you are getting that right away, you're not really understanding the business. You need to make mistakes. You need you need to do every part of your business from the marketing to writing up the paperwork, the listing, whatever you need. And I, I people get uh, too, too uh, I don't know if it's the, the lure of the agent, oh, I need an admin, or you don't need any of that. You need to learn the business. And mm -hmm. Feel that you're not a real estate agent until you got at least 50 60 deals underneath your belt don't worry i'll get to your question don't worry <laughs> about a tagline or you know or logos or any of that crap you're not if you can't flip your contract upside down and read it what's the sense so um the first thing that i if i had to tell you how to start a team uh would be to be organized and i'm just gonna see something i'm just gonna cover up the name so uh, I started off with a checklist that was just like this, like, you know, just one column, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I went from one column to two. And now I have like, so when I'm going to list something, I have all this information here. Plus I got checklist online for my admin, but every time I do a, I always have my, I'm a paper girl, but I'd like to, you know, okay, I need to do this, 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 this to get my CMA done. Uh, this is my listing prep that I want to do. This is what I do when I close down a deal. And uh, so I feel those things are, uh, you know, get an admin and then work on your systems. And then once you have that uh, done, then go look for a buyer agent. Uh, but and then, you know, grow your team from there. But you don't need a team if you're doing, you know, you, you got to be doing business, right? Because people, I think there's a couple of different types of teams. They're you know, people come together because they want to share cost or, you know, people come to you because they want you're the rainmaker and you're going to mm. give them leads and they need direction. So, um, you know, I think you need the and people start teams for egos. So it's uh, you, you really have to you know think of what type of team you are and what you're going to offer uh, agents who are coming. So, Sandra, what was the inspiration? So it sounds like obviously doing 70 plus transactions like that's. That's pretty banana. So it seems like the team was created based out of the need, the need for you. You were doing just such tremendous volume that you needed that. Now, what fast forward, let's fast forward five years. What do you have? What's the vision for the team then? Is it going to be double the number of agents like this department? Are you even going to be in real estate still? Like, what's you know what? the next five years um, going to look like? Good question. So um, I'm good at sales. So, mm -hmm. I, and I like the hunt and I like being competitive. So I don't know if that aspect will ever change. And I, I know that I don't have a lot of patience. And so a new agent coming to me uh, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm not set up for that. Like I need someone to go know how to write a contract and do those things. Then I can teach you how to, uh, you know, grow your business. Cause that's what I'm good at helping people with. Um, but I know that I can't have a big team because uh, my time and resources would be used to help train. And I'm starting my career so late, I'm not in that position where, you know, I, I when I retire, I want to retire like I live now, 
not like I don't want to retire and, you know, be wondering about where every penny was coming from. So um, I don't see me, I'd be bored out of my trees, like sitting at home. I think um, I would consider coaching maybe when I'm 60. So I know I have another eight, eight years left to hustle and I don't plan on slowing down and, but from 60 to whenever, uh, I only want to work because it's a choice mm. and not because I have to, and, and who knows, but it's very hard to take that, com the, the competition out of me. Yeah. And, uh, I just end the hunt. So I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Where does that competition come from? That in inherent desire to win? Where does that come from? I don't know. Like, I don't have a brother and sister, so it can't be that. Uh, it, you know what? It's, it's, it's a thrill. It's, you know, it's, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, that's so funny. I don't think about helping the client because I know I have to do that anyway. And if I don't do a good job, like I'm not going to get referral. So I, I, I just think about how can I be the best at what I'm doing and service my clients and, uh, you know, how do I win and how do I make them feel good about mm. coming in? And so it just all works out together. I just, it's fun. Like, like, I don't know. It's a rush. I love it. I love it. If, if I'm a brand new agent, just got my license green. What's the one piece of advice you would give to every single brand new agent who's listening, watching this podcast? What would it be? So I'll tell you, real estate is really easy. You know, marketing is easy. Uh, you know, writing a contract, everything is easy, but you know, what's really difficult about real estate and what agents don't get it's getting the business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you get your pity deals in the beginning, then what do you do? Uh, so I think it's, uh, you wake up every morning and you're unemployed and, uh, you know, you chose to be a real estate agent and you chose to be uh, self-employed. You chose to be an entrepreneur. And I think you need to understand that and grasp at that. There's no one going to give you, uh, you know, give you the business. So I, I think it's, uh, you know, understand why you are in the industry and what it takes. And again, don't worry about logos, uh, taglines or anything like that, because you're not really an agent yet. And uh, be confident. Know your contract, I think, is very important. Okay. And then, uh, then go join a team. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, uh, being on a team, when I look at our crowd, so, you know, if, if you want to go away on vacation, we'll, we'll look after your business. You don't have to lose any money, mm. right? Or, you know, we'll help you. Or if there's something that you don't understand, like one of us is there to, to lend a hand. So, um, but you know, not all team environments have that camaraderie. And, and I think you need to find what works best for you, but I highly recommend uh, going on a team. Mm, great. Great advice. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Katie? Yeah, so piggybacking on that a little bit. Go ahead, Steve. What were you going to say? No, 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 there's a lag. Sorry. Sandra, our podcast, I seem to ask all the questions, and Katie keeps, like, calling me out on it. So I'm going to take a little pause here. in the hog. I know. Sorry. May I, may I speak uh, now, Steve? I'm just... <laughs> I'm just fangirling over here, all right? Sorry. Katie, go ahead. Evan says Katie can speak. Steven says Katie can speak. Um, so Sandra, kind of piggybacking off of off of Steve's question as far as like a brand new agent and you know what they should focus on. Um, what would be your advice for an agent that's perhaps been in the business for a little while, maybe, you know, four or five, 
plus years and feels as if they've plateaued? Like what would be your advice to them in order to take their business from wherever they are to, you know, that next level of where they want to be? Get a coach. And uh, I think that's really important. And, you know, um, so I've had two agents on my team now and, uh, and they're both Diane's, believe it or not. And I remember when uh, the first Diane came with me, she had completed, uh, it was $30,000 the year before she joined me. And she's been in the industry 20 years. And um, so when she was in it prior to joining the team, uh, new construction was really big back in the heyday, right? Uh, during her tenure. And you know, with new construction, you they don't teach you how to fish, right? They just teach you how to farm and just sign deals, right? So it was a, I can tell you with Diane, uh, both Diane's, both were in the industry 20 years, and it was a struggle for them to come to the team. And uh, because I was so systematic, I was organized, structured, and that wasn't something that they were used to. And I can tell you, Diane, so, you know, I think our average house points, uh, house price point when she came was around 300 and change. And the, so in 2000 and so 17, 2017, she, uh, she, this was like a year and a half, two years on the team now. So again, you're prior to me, she did 30. And in a year and a half, uh, she moved away to Winnipeg. And uh, in three months, Diane had over a hundred thousand dollars on in 2017 in 2016 she did over two hundred thousand dollars with me now the diane that i have now um she's she did the year before she came to me 15 uh fifteen thousand dollars and again she if there's a person to know about rentals like they own like about a i don't know 50 60 doors themselves and uh, but just around a long time and did a lot of new construction and didn't know how to hunt for uh, the business. This year, when we came into January, uh, Diane had over $100,000 on the books in January. And it was, uh, again, it was a big step for her. And she'll finish the year. Uh, my goal is to get her uh, almost at 300 if we can. And that'll be the first time in her career that she's ever had that. So. Uh, you know, if you are a, you know, uh, an agent who's been around a lot, but um, so it is a big step coming and you just got to, I can tell you, I, I butted heads with both women mm. and, uh, but we just had such a strong bond that they stuck it out. And I mean, I missed if, if Diane talked, and we're going to see her at summit, actually, uh, <laughs> she didn't, if she didn't uh, leave and Diane would be doing probably uh, over a half a million, like easy uh, with the, with the team. And, uh, and this is, I would tell you now, uh, the other Diane that I have, like the most she's ever done in real estate and it's awesome. So I am known, uh, you know, I have a track record of helping people get to where they need to be. And I have another new gal. She's been in the industry now two years and I'll have her, uh, my goal is to get her up to 200,000 as well this year, uh, with yeah, two years she's been on the team. So if I'm a brand new agent, Sandra, and like you shared, like if I'm a brand new agent, I should be looking to get on a team. You know, Katie asked, you know, if I've been five, 10 years into the business, get a coach to kind of get me on track. 
if I need to align myself with the team, what should I be looking for in a team? Whether it's the team lead, how they jive well together, is it production, marketing? Like, what are some of the things that or advice you could give to the listeners when wanting to join a team? So that's a good question because so uh, it is hard for me to recruit people because I think maybe some agents would be intimidated uh, by us. But, you know, I think people want to get on teams for different reasons. And it could be because they're looking, they don't want to be alone. Uh, but, but my, so that's a different headset for me that I can't, I don't know how to get past that. If I'm on a team, if I'm going to join a team, I want to be on a busy team and I want to make money. Uh, I, I mean, so you either get into real estate to make money or help people or do both. And you just, if you got to do both, uh, you know, you just got to find that balance because if you're, you need to have, I think you need to have a business acumen in order to be able to help as many people as you can. So it's just such a fine line. So depends what you want on a team. Like I don't understand. I don't understand when people go to a team who aren't productive. Like I, I just, I don't, I can't wrap my head around that. Uh, and I know that probably doesn't sound good, but what, what do you want to go? What, what kind of a team and why do you want to go to a team? And I think those are two things that you need to find out. Amazing. Amazing. Um, let's take this conversation in a little bit of a, a different route. You're known as the deals and heels. That was going to be my next question. Oh, is it? Sorry. So Katie. Yes. No, like, sorry. Go sorry. ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Katie. <laughs> I literally wrote that down because I was like, I wanted to segue into that. Okay. Katie's going to segue into this. Katie, right, go ahead. Segueing in. Um, so Sandra, you're known uh, for your tagline, deals not sorry deals and heels so i have two questions around that one how did it originate and two do your clients always expect you to be in heels you know uh it's been so different with covid now right that we're not i'm not seeing as many people as i used to yeah and uh so it all started uh in 2014 i finally i was in the business four years at that point and i sat down i'm like okay i think i need a logo now and, um, and, you know, a bit of a uh, branding. So I sat down with a local marketing firm here and he's asked me what I'm like. And I'm like, you know what? I said, I am as boring as anything. I have no hobbies. I said, uh, I buy shoes. I drink wine and I sell shit. That's all I do. And anyway, yes, that was the conversation. So he came back and he said, he goes to me, he said, okay. Uh, he had like my SP logo, the pipe group that uh, they sell stuff or whatever. And then he had the deals and heels and I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. And, uh, I didn't have confidence to take that on. And it wasn't probably till about 2016 that I, that I did finally decide to take it on. And, um, so yeah, I love shoes and at hate uh, so we had to move because we're building a house and all my shoes are under the bed in a bag and i can't get at them and anyway <laughs> tell me so uh you know what i, I we, we developed that persona because i am not from here i don't have any children i didn't know anybody i needed a way to meet women and women are the you know amongst the uh number one people who are making the decisions of what real estate agent they're going to work with. And if she doesn't like you, you're not getting in. And uh, so I just wanted a way to connect. And uh, it was with shoes. 
What is your favorite pair of shoes that you own? Oh. oh. So you know what? I bought flats the other day, uh, which is different for me. Uh, you know what? I just I just love sparkly stuff. Like I don't have anything, you know, I got my red bottoms and yeah. they're just shoes. I just like anything that's sparkly. It's all good. De deals in flats though just doesn't really have the same no, ring to it. it. Not a great tagline. You know what? It's so funny. I looked at them the other day and I'm like, Jesus, I'm I'm 50. I'm getting flats. What am I doing? And I, that's what I thought I was getting. I'm getting really old now. I'm buying flats. But no, I'll be uh, going to, uh, we're actually headed to Chicago uh, next month. My other half is doing an Ironman, so I'm shopping. So I'm so nice. excited. <laughs> good, good. Amazing. Yeah. Kitty, you want, <laughs> I feel like you want to ask something. So No, Steve, go ahead. It's um, your world, Steve. We're just living in it. Sandra, I remember speaking to you years back, um, and I think it was when I did a little bit more digging. I think it was or like 2018. Were you the first adopter of chatbots yes. for real estate agents, like globally or in North America? Globally. Globally. So how did that happen? Because I remember you talking extensively about chatbots years ago before it really kind of like took off. So how yeah. did that happen? So funny. So that was 2017. Uh, we were at Summit and I was doing a, a, a Tom talk and I kept getting these messages from this guy in Ottawa. And I'm like, look, dude, I'm busy. I'll get back to you when I get home. And uh, so I called him up when I, you know, when I got home from Vegas and uh, the guy was just off the shelf. And I said, look, I said, I'm coming down to Mississauga in, uh, must have been September. I can't remember when Blueprint or whatever it was, Sales Edge. And I said, let's meet. And uh, so we started chit-chatting. And he said, look, he, he was friends with the guy who ran Messenger mm. on Facebook. And he said, I'm going to introduce you to him. He said, I like what you're doing. He said, everything what you're doing is consistent from your Facebook to your Instagram and your Twitter. He said, most realtors aren't. Uh, he said, you need to have a, a messenger on your website. So we, um, I was interviewed by Facebook in 2000, November, 2017. Didn't think I was, wow. you know, Mikey was back big doing it then. And, uh, you know, and the chat bots and sure enough, uh, you know, we, we were the first ones to have it. So, I used, uh, you know, uh, AI uh, a lot in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you that, um, you know, I, I don't use it now, but it was certainly a great opportunity. And, and I, I think that your business needs to be ever evolving. And so what I did, you know, 2018, I'm not doing now. So I've, I've changed and just, I just keep growing with the times. Right. Speaking of like evolution of business, like what do you foresee as being, you know, quote unquote, a disruptor in the real estate industry. And I'm going to say specifically for Canada, because I know the U.S. market and Canadian markets, they behave very differently. So what may work in the U.S. doesn't necessarily work in Canada and vice versa. But maybe like, you know, you seem to be kind of an early adopter, incredibly smart in what you do. What do you see as kind of the, the disruptor coming down the line? In the real estate industry? As in technology or just how business is run? Either or. So, uh, you know, when, uh, when COVID hit, nothing in my world changed. Uh, we were already digital. 
the only thing that uh, I did differently was uh, get a mask. And so we would have closed down here. That would have been March because St. Patty's Day, we didn't get to go out. Mm. So and that's big here. Uh, so it would have been March the 13th, I believe, uh, we closed down. By the end of March, um, so my guy in Ottawa that I was talking to with Messenger and all that kind of stuff, he said, Sandra, start getting, uh, you need to start ordering masks and sending them out to your clients. And I will tell you, it was by the end of March, I was sourcing masks. And then I had, I'm just looking for where they are. They're coming out of my desk. But I had um, hand sanitizers. And they was the, um, with my logo on them. So all of my clients, I was calling like, hey, and I mean, sure enough, then, you know, little, little, uh, shortly thereafter, masks were mandatory. Um, so we were digital. We were already doing, you know, the virtual walkthroughs and, uh, so nothing, nothing changed. Right. Uh, so I think, uh, COVID I think was one of the best things that happened to our industry, uh, because it made, uh, agents level up and start doing business, you know, uh, the way they should be doing, you know, virtual tours and, you know, walkthroughs and, uh, Matterports, et cetera. So, uh, what's going to be the next best thing? I mean, there's always some gadget, um, you know, TikTok, I still haven't, you know, I know there's a bunch of realtors on it. I still haven't, uh, you know, gotten that part yet. Uh, I just really focused on listings mm -hmm. and, you know, just trying to find better ways to market them. And, and that's what I've been uh, working on. And we've adapted Google. I mean, I've been working on my Google business page since 2012 that I've been verified. Yeah. And uh, so just adding different things to it. Uh, I've always been, you know, uh, just trying to uh, optimize that because I will tell you if, if my business isn't coming from repeat clients or referrals, um, I don't do uh, I don't do advertise my individual listings like most agents do on Facebook. Uh, I run Google ads off my website and the coming soon has been really big for us. Yeah and uh and custom sites now with custom domains and we just we went back a little old school uh you know to be honest yeah uh you know and just uh i think the the biggest thing for me in COVID, and i'm sure steven you would have saw it in your market uh you know it was so busy uh i remember back in was it april may uh between two listings i had 98 showings so you can imagine how many times my phone was ringing and uh, I thought, okay, uh, so this is one new thing we implemented. Like how do I have a work-life balance where I'm not on that phone? Cause um, I've always listed every Thursday since, I don't know, 2013. So that was always something I always did. Uh, but now we were listing on Thursdays, taking offers on Mondays. And I thought, how could I, um, it's always been about the listing psyche for me. Mm -hmm. But sure, I had to understand the buyer uh, yeah. past and a half is understanding their mindset, even though I wasn't working with many of them. Um, but you know, how do I get them that information that I'm not being bombarded? And uh, you know, we came up with our you know with a site where we have all the documents on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, all, anything that a, uh, a buyer would want to know at a property we have it right there now for our client, wow. uh, sorry, for, for the client. And it just makes the transaction a lot easier and we're not scrambling. And I just want it to be organized. And uh, again, understanding that buyer and pricing and 
uh, it was a, that was a big challenge this year, but I mean, I loved it. It was good. Speaking of, you know, going to 98 show or having 98 showings, I remember at the peak of our market, you know, it's usually a one hour showing time for a buyer, a buyer showing, buyer broker showing is usually an hour. First wave of COVID hit, it was 30 minute showings. The peak of our market, it went down to 15 minute showings oh, and you couldn't. And you, <laughs> I thought, what can you do in 15 minutes? You can't even get off the first floor. But yeah, that was, uh, it's, it's, it's great to see how you kind of pivoted um, during kind of uh, what happened with, co with COVID and what's happening can, uh, with COVID as well. Um, but if, if I didn't, I mean, again, digitally, we were all ready, good to go, but I had to enhance what I was doing for that balance because it was uh it was crazy like yeah so i i just needed to i needed to take that noise away amazing amazing um katie i know you're gonna hit sandra up with uh, our most difficult question our last question of our podcast and the most difficult the one that stumps everyone are you ready sandra <laughs> what do you my wine do i should go get it yeah 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 you do <laughs> i love how you're sipping wine during the podcast that's a first two for this podcast what do you think what do you think's in here yeah. okay. um all right sandra if it was if it was your last meal on earth what would you be eating oh i'd be having steak and blue cheese caramelized onions with, with uh oh yeah and twice baked potato this is a whole bunch of firsts like on this podcast you were the earliest guest. You're drinking wine on this podcast. And you, <laughs> sorry. And you answer that question without any hesitation. Uh, steak. It would be steak or lamb. Like either or, but yeah, no, it's wow. steak. I yeah. like it. It's gonna be a hard question. <laughs> that stumps know, everyone. That no, stumps we've had everyone. a few where like it takes a while to to figure out what they would eat. But um all right, Steve, back to you. Uh, Sandra, we know how incredibly valuable your time is. We just want to say thank you so much for sharing and spending time with us, sharing your infinite wisdom, your nuggets of information for those new agents, the old agents, and everyone in between. We wish wish you and the team much or much success for the rest of 2021 and for many, many years um, to come. And we look forward to seeing you at Summit and connecting with you in person. We hope to see some of those great heels. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you again, Sandra, for your time. Uh, you're awesome. And um, we hope to see you soon. Great. Thank you. All right.